We need a cold open. I got a cold open for you guys. Ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. So quite literally, this morning, my standard issue Toyota Corolla. But do you guys know that, by the way? That like all Indian people have birthright to a Toyota Corolla in the United States? <laughs> I did not. I mean, yeah, I knew. Yeah. So for the people out there, if, if you're like not driving one or if you're like a Honda family, shout out to my cousin's family. Uh, who they they also went through the Corolla like process like they've both had Corollas so here's here's what happened so I go to my car I press the unlock thing on my the button I've taken for granted and nothing unlocks so I'm like oh, okay the battery must be dead in this key so I like open the door with the key turns out the the car is dead it's not it's not the key battery it's that the all the battery in the car is dead so this is my cold open if you guys have have picked up on that already. <laughs> Guess what I did? Did you jump the car? Yeah, but guess how? Mm, potato, uh, one of those potato batteries. Come on, Mike. <laughs> like, come on. Okay, but no, no, potato, potato batteries on the table. I mean, it has to be <laughs> remarkable for some reason. What if you popped the hood on your neighbor's car without them knowing to steal their battery? Ooh. Ooh. You know, that that would have been something I would have considered. But guess what? I was apparently so mature that a couple months ago, I bought one of those, like, self-jump-start battery things and just kept it in my car. Oh, dude. Just in case. Look at that. Wow. Can you believe that? How prepared was I? I remember you buying that and telling me I'm going to need this. And you still picked potato? <laughs> <laughs> He knew the answer. <laughs> At least I didn't know the answer. Like, I didn't know you had that thing. I was guessing out of nowhere. You had information. Now that you mention it, potato was a particularly poor guess. <laughs> Isn't a potato, like, barely enough to power, like, a clock? Yeah, it just gets, like, a little windmill move. All right, all right. Hang on, guys. Speaking of clock, when your battery dies and you, like, jumpstart your car again, your clock is, like, set one day in the future and shit and like your presets are gone and it's just like nothing makes sense so i can ask you guys what kind of identity should i build now like i could i could change all of my presets i could i could change the clock in my car like what should i do you should just be a real military guy now <laughs> so change the <laughs> clock to be i don't know if it has 24 hour setting on it <laughs> Well, I mean, you have to at least try. And I think that, like, you got to program all country stations. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And conservative talk radio. So really just flip the script of the life I've been living. <laughs> yeah. And you think this will be better for me? I think it'll be a nice change because you're not that kind of person outside of your car. Exactly. So it gives you, like, a, a fun little exciting thing where if you ever have a boring day, it's like, well, at least I'm... You know, Tappen, the guy that has a tribal tattoo around his arm and has a camo PS4 controller for all the Call of Duty you play. Oh, my God. Would a little cactus on the hood that dances around in a sombrero be good or bad for me, you think? Sombreros are probably bad. Yeah, I don't think you need that. <laughs> but everything else you <laughs> fine with. <laughs> I think you need a pair of, like, truck nuts. That hang like really low, almost to the ground, because you're not driving a truck. Some real danglers. Oh, I don't want to put danglers on my car. 
Dude, dude, if you put danglers on your car... Guys, are they even called danglers? Why do we keep saying danglers? <laughs> I don't know, but if they drag along the ground and they're metal, then you're going to be making sparks wherever you go. It'll be like you're driving in Mario Kart yeah. all the time. Sparks are flying. Stuff's happening. You're making noise. I don't know where this is going, but I'm talking in escalating <laughs> tone. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to put balls on my car. <laughs> Uh, I'm probably just going to end up moving NPR up one notch after this conversation. It's going to go from six to five. So It was on six? It was on six. What was in five? Uh, pop music. I think it was a Kiss FM. They probably have one of those in this city. Sounds like you're starting from a pretty generic place. Yeah, you know, I mean, I had that. This is way longer than I thought the cold open was going to go. <laughs> now we're just talking about the car settings. <laughs> but anyway, I had some experimental stuff in there, Mike, you know? Yeah. Like? Like KEXP. Everybody loves KEXP. They play whatever the hell they want. That was slot three. Now you're bumping out Kiss to make Vroom for NPR. (laughs) Did you just say Vroom? (laughs) I did. (laughs) You're listening to Instead Of, a hypothetical podcast with Josh Harrison, Mike Bogart, and me. Tappan, I need you to bump it up a little bit, though. Bump what up? What does that mean? <laughs> Just be a little, be a little funnier. Bring a little more to the show. <laughs> oh God, this is making me so angry. Gonna need, gonna need you to bump it up there, bud. <laughs> Holy smokes! I can't believe how mad I'm getting. <laughs> All right, you know what? You know what? I am just going to jump right into my big story of the week. As I tell you boys the story, please interrupt wherever you see fit with jokes or commentary. So do the show. Yeah, sometimes I have to remind you, Mike (laughs) and Josh. (laughs) That's just me being petty. Here we go. So this is called the Tuesday Trip. I took a day off this Tuesday. I didn't write this down, by the way. Now I'm just speaking like I would narrate, but... I took a day off on Tuesday to hang out with my friend Megan, who was coming to Seattle from New Orleans for her brother's wedding. Oh, cool. But she had the day off, so it's just like, all right, let's go do something. She's been to Seattle before. I've like shown her all the cool stuff. And so our idea was let's just go drive in any direction and just figure out what happens. It's a total adventure. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of fun. So here's what happened. We get out of Seattle. First stop, end up in some city called Roslyn, Washington. Have either of you been or are either of you aware? I'm only aware of it because you texted us part of what is about to be told, I think. I was going to lie, but yeah, that. (laughs) (laughs) One of you cares about the mystery of the show. Thanks, Mike. (laughs) Wait, you're thanking him for lying? (laughs) Yeah. For being untruthful? Yeah, that's uh. that's you you were in the know so that you could guide this story. <laughs> I care about our listeners and I don't want to lie to them. Don't you want to give them a happier listening experience? Not if it means lying. That's not true. Uh, anyway, here we go. Okay. <laughs> so, Roslyn. Roslyn is like a one-horse town, a handful of like restaurants and whatever, but it's raining a little bit. So, we get out of the car, just kind of look around going into a couple of shops and then we see what is maybe one of the more magnificent sights i've seen in my life in the middle of the road 
this beautiful dog wearing like those reflective ski goggles. <laughs> just standing there. Just like, whoa. It's like 90s music started playing in my head, and I just thought I was on set with like the coolest dog there ever was. A beautiful dog? Yeah. What do you mean? In what way? <laughs> what do you mean in what way? You know what a dog looks good. <laughs> the 90s music's playing like the dog's hair is blown in the wind. Yeah, exactly. Mm. There she goes. <laughs> no, no, no. Not that music. Like, cooler, like, wow. <laughs> okay, like skateboarding music. Okay. Yes. Got okay. It. Got it. So, we find out this dog's name matches the 90s theme. The dog's name is Kona. 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 Got it. Living that Hawaiian lifestyle. Very big island. Why is that 90s? It's... Yeah, you know, all that stuff happened in the 90s. People went to Hawaii a lot. A lot of specials <laughs> in Hawaii. That's true. I'll give you that. So, we try to call the number on the dog's tag. No answer. We see an address. This dog is five miles away from her house. So, it's like, oh, shit, this seems like a problem. Yeah. We go into one of the shops. We're like, hey, we have this dog here. Do you know where the owner is? Whatever. Guy's like, oh, yeah, you know, the dog comes into town sometimes. <laughs> so, we're like, okay. Uh that's a strange answer, so we can get out. <laughs> and what we do with that information is like, let's just do the right thing and take the dog back to her home. That seems like the safest option. Even in worst case scenario, it's a good thing. So we get Kona in the car. She's just like the greatest, brightest joy that's ever been in either of our lives. It's like just the happiest I've felt in ages. The rain is clearing. This dog is just bringing everybody like the greatest vibes. So we get to the house. And it's wearing the ski goggles the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with the exception of one time, like she was really trying to get him off her head. So I picked him <laughs> up and she was looking at me and I'm like, oh, well, first I was just like, does this dog have one eye or something? So I was like waiting on that reveal, you know, luckily uh, she has both eyes. Everything's fine. Uh, but then my friend mentioned that like the goggles might be on there to like protect from an infection or something. I'm like, oh, that's smart. I would have never thought of that. That was going to be my question. Like the fuck? <laughs> yeah good thinking megan so hang on hang on so now we're we're at the house we knock on the door uh no one's there so we're like oh shit okay so i go over to the neighbor's house it's the 75 year old man named harold who couldn't be nicer he lives with his two cats in fucking clee ellum washington he's nice as shit <laughs> so we're just like hey do you know if this dog lives here and he's like yeah oh yeah that's kona sometimes uh you know, she just, like, gets out of the fence or does whatever. And we're like, oh, okay, would you mind watching her until, like, the owner gets back? And he's like, yeah, that's no problem. I can't bring her in the house because of the cats. <laughs> so I'll keep her in the back. And I'm like, cool. Appreciate the level of detail in, in this. <laughs> and so uh, as he's, like, taking Kona back and, like, we're all super sad because, you know, like, we've grown to really love this dog. He turns around and he goes, yeah, you know, sometimes the neighbor will, like, bring her to Roslyn and he keeps, like, the goggles on her because he calls her his babe magnet. <laughs> and so <laughs> she she may have, like, jumped out of the car or something. <laughs> and so instantly I look at my friend Megan and, and both of us don't even say anything, but, like, the thought is clear. Did we just kidnap this dog? <laughs> <laughs> oh, before we leave, Harold just tells us one last tidbit of information. He's like, just look for a black pickup truck. <laughs> so we go back into town. Very dramatic. We're in that one stretch again. Very dramatic. Guys, everybody has a black pickup truck. <laughs> <laughs> for one brief second, we think we might have the right car because there is a sticker decal on the back of a Sasquatch wearing ski goggles. <laughs> Ooh. 
What are the chances? Mike, I'm not kidding. That really <laughs> happened, dude. I'm not just saying that for comedic effect. I was stunned. Hmm. So we go back into town. We pop in our heads. We go, hey, does anyone in this restaurant have a dog named Kona? And then it's like, oh, no, we don't know. It's like, it was a dog that had ski goggles on it. How'd you pick this restaurant? It was the first restaurant I saw, Mike. It was the Mexican restaurant. Okay. And after I said that, two people said, oh, it's probably Trish's dog. (laughs) Based solely on the fact that someone might put ski goggles on a dog, they thought it was Trish for sure. This is turning into a caper. A lot going on here. Yeah, a lot happened. So we go, okay, where's Trish? And people are like, oh, you know, uh, I don't know. Sometimes she goes to like this store or that store. So we leave this part of town and we walk two blocks to the next part of town. And we go, hi, we're looking for Trish. It's like, Trish, well, why are you looking for Trish? It's like, oh, we think we might have found her dog. Wait, why do you, who are you talking to? We're talking to, <laughs> hang on, we're talking to a store that we were told to go in okay, where okay. they might know Trish. Got it. It's like, oh, I didn't even know she had a dog, but you said there were ski goggles on the dog? It's like, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's probably Trish's. <laughs> <laughs> didn't know she had a dog, but the ski goggles make it make it a thing. You're going to be able to... Oh, hang on one second. Uh, I have to make sure that I get the name of the store right. I got it. You're going to be able to find her at her store around the corner, the Willy Dilly Antique Shop. <laughs> okay i say what's that now she says the store around the corner the willy-nilly antique shop that's trish's you'll find her in there this is such a golden girls mystery (laughs) we go down to the w knock on the door no one's answering go across the street to the restaurant the woman who runs this restaurant she knows trish well she says if trish had a dog i'm sure she would have told me about it (laughs) whoa but you said that there were ski goggles on the dog, so honestly, that might be Trish, but maybe she's watching someone else's right. dog. So you know what? At this point, we're like, this rabbit hole, all, all, we've almost gotten to know everybody that lives in Rosalind, like everyone. Uh, and we're like, you know what? The dog is home. Everything is fine. Let's go. So we leave. We go on the next part of our grand adventure that takes us to like a petrified forest and then we're in the canyons by columbia river and we're taking pictures with this art installation of metal horses like looking over the river it was the coolest shit ever on our way back megan checks her instagram because she tagged a photo of kona in roslyn some dude has messaged her and said do you still have this dog what megan clicks into the guy's profile he's got Tons of pictures with Kona wearing ski goggles. Oh my god. We found the owner, or rather, he found us. What? I swear to god, all of this happened on this mystery day of adventure. No way. I swear. Megan texts him. She says, Kona's back at the house. Everything is fine. The dude goes, thank you for taking her there. All the best. And we part ways and head back to Seattle. Well, look at that. Wait, so who the hell is Trish? Oh, you know who Trish is. Trish is a tapestry of a person. Could you weave some of this tapestry for us? Guys, she owns an antique shop in Roslyn, Washington, and has the tendencies to accessorize pets. You know who this woman is. Why do you need me to paint this picture any further? Okay, that's fair. (laughs) Do you have an instead of? I do. Okay. What if I had found Trish at the antique shop and it was just... The Undertaker from WWE (laughs) hanging out 
undercover so no one knew where he lived. I mean, that's pretty much what it has to be. <laughs> is, is that is that so, Mike? I mean, okay, I'm not satisfied that like Trish and the owner are the same person or know each other at all. I think Trish is a local who everyone thinks like, oh, it must be her. She put ski goggles on a dog. I don't think she even has a dog. You know what I mean? And so you're saying because of that... It could be anybody. She must be the undertaker? <laughs> I don't know anything about the undertaker. I feel like a better way to go undercover would be to literally just be an undertaker in a small town like that. Yeah. Wait, undertakers still exist? <laughs> they do. Don't they? They're like, they're called something else. They're called... Uh, Are they anything like the wrestler? I don't think so. Um... I'm trying to look up what an Undertaker does exactly, and all I can find is things about the Undertaker. <laughs> See, I told you, he's the only one that matters. It's like the Pope. There might be other Popes, but who cares? You know which one the Pope is. <laughs> True. Mike, off top, what is the Pope's name? What is this Pope's name? Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what is this Pope's name, Mike? Come on. Um, It's Francis, right? Francis? <laughs> yeah. Pope Francis. Okay. Did you Google it? No, 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 no. Who was the last one, though? The scary one. Benedict. 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 Who was the one before him? Was that... Was that... Um, th- uh, it's it, two of the Beatles. John and Paul. The sec- John Paul. <laughs> John and Paul the <laughs> second. Pope John and Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Did he just say John and? <laughs> no, he was saying and Paul. When someone says they're going back to school, why do you automatically jump to college? I can't tell if that was actually a comedy (laughs) bit or not. I can't tell if you're asking me for real. That's the scary part of that joke. (laughs) No, I mean, like, I don't know. When's the last time you heard of somebody going back to, like, finish high... Like, when's the last time you heard of a Billy Madison-type situation happening in real life? Uh, Um... Is that even possible, dude? I don't know if that's allowed. Do you think you could have gone through Billy Madison's journey successfully? Is this a trick question? Yes. No, I'm asking for real because we've all seen Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Mm. And we've all done very poorly on that show. Sure. He had to go past fifth grade. I'm a lot smarter than a fifth grader, though. I think none of us would make it. And I think Billy Madison is actually way smarter than we let on. Billy Madison, the movie, is like an intellectual film smarter, or Billy Madison, the character? No, the character. Okay. The character. Have you seen Billy Madison? I don't think (laughs) that he's that much smarter than you. I have no faith that any of the three of us could finish high school right now. Mike didn't even know who the Pope was. I I am insulted. (laughs) (laughs) I could absolutely finish school if I didn't finish school. Okay, how do you find the area of a rhombus? Of a rhombus? It's... <laughs> Why do you guys keep repeating the question at me? <laughs> because we don't know the answer. <laughs> you know who would know? It's height times width, right? You know who would know? A high schooler, <laughs> you guys. Is it height times width? I don't know the answer. What do you, what do you mean? How would I know? I don't know. <laughs> Let's see. Here, what? How, how do you find the volume of a cone, Mike? A cone? Are you kidding me? Did you even know that you would need to find the volume of a cone at any point? <laughs> if I ever known that? <laughs> I have no idea. Like a Yeah, we we would not make it through high school. Part of it's a circle. Oh my god. This guy started with part of it's a circle. 
I do really good in like the SAS department. <laughs> it was not, it's not high times width. <laughs> I do. What was it? It's the two diagonals multiplied together divided by two. Oh, mm, never would have known that. You would have known that? I, like, I, in, no. in, if I gave you an infinite amount of time, you would have figured that out? No way. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> the two diagonals. You told him the answer, and he doesn't <laughs> know what it means. <laughs> so I think the difference is that, like, Billy Madison doesn't just sit down and take a test. He goes through the class to learn the stuff. That's true. That's <laughs> true. You sound very insulted that I just don't think you could do what Billy Madison did. Yeah. I'm insulted that you think I am worse than every Adam Sandler character that has ever existed. We've talked about how bad little Nicky is. Come on. Yeah, that show sucks. But yeah, I mean, he, dude, he saved the world. I just don't think you could save the world. And I'm not saying that to be mean to you. I'm just saying that, you know, what are the odds you could do that? Come on. What are the odds anyone could? Not Josh specifically. The odds of little Nicky doing it are 100%, Mike. I know that for sure because he did it. So, can you guys tell me what the fuck is going on here? Sherbert, sherbet, sorbet. What is the difference, and why are they called different things? Sherbert, sherbet, <laughs> sorbet. What is this? What it? What, what, what? It is sherbet, not sherbert. <laughs> Is there is there anything called Sherbert? Is that a thing? The most pretentious thing Josh has ever <laughs> said. <laughs> oh my god! And he like Mike, you were mad that there were already too many <laughs> options. <laughs> well, there's no such thing as Sherbert. There's no such thing as Sher Sherbert. <laughs> yeah. Wait, could it be the name of a character who works at a shop such as this? <laughs> Sherbert the Sherbet salesman? <laughs> so the difference is uh, that one of them is like fruity ice cream and the other has no dairy in it, I think. Oh. One of, which one? One of those is sorbet? Sorbet is the one with no dairy. Okay. And sherbet. Oh, sherbet has... Sherbet. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking... So sherb sherbet... Sherbet... <laughs> Is not a healthy option. It has like milk fat. It's like fatty. Oh, I, it's God. ice cream. It's ice cream. I think it is. I think it's better than ice cream. I hope that someday the world starts. Uh, I'm with Bert hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> that blew. My, like I only found that out. Like I don't know in the last couple of years that sure Bert is not a thing. <laughs> I've bu I swear I've bought Sherbert before. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. He's doubling down. <laughs> Dude, I I searched for Sherbert and Google showed me Sorbet. <laughs> it's so confusing. <laughs> I'm dying here. I think you're making this up, Mike. No. It's like the Berenstain Bears thing. Oh. There was no Berenstain Bears. What do you mean? I read their books. No, they were the Berenstain Bears, Tappen. You want me to call them the Berenstain Bears? <laughs> you think that's a better way to go 
versus the Berenstein Bears. Yeah. Like, look it up. B-E-R-E-N-S-T-A-I-N. When you're at a crossroads where you can decide which one you want to keep, you're going to keep the shitty one. I'm not I'm not keeping it. It's a thing. I didn't write it. If I wrote it, I wouldn't have named it something shitty like Berenstain. <laughs> you have so much anger in your heart versus the these poor little bears. To be fair, the Mandela effect is the stupidest thing ever. And if this is my legacy contributing to the Mandela effect, my life was in vain, my entire life. Wait, what's the Mandela effect? It's the it's the Berenstain Berenstain thing. Why? What does Nelson Mandela have to do with that? I'm not sure. Something about when he got released from prison or something? You think it's, what? There are people who believe that they exist in different time streams and that time <laughs> streams collide and that in one, the only difference is that it was called the Berenstain Bears <laughs> and in this one, it's the Berenstain Bears. <laughs> that's the whole idea. That's it. That's the Mandela effect. Oh my God. That's so good. That's so good. Even if that was true, then what? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, the reason that it is called the Mandela effect is uh, because somebody had a false memory of Nelson Mandela dying in the 80s. Right, it's just people just remember stuff wrong, and then they think they're in a different universe. Wait, wait. One person thought Nelson Mandela was dead, and because of that, since he was wrong, it was called the Mandela effect? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it was like a collection of people that thought that he died in the 80s. Right. So can we make new effects like this for anyone right now who's living? I guess, sure. But would they still be called the Mandela effects or would it be like the Justin Timberlake effects? No, it's still the Mandela effect because that is the name of the phenomenon. We'd have to think of Justin Timberlake did something different. Justin Timberlake probably deserves a better effect anyway. Yeah. He shouldn't be associated with this. He's so cool. Pretty sexy, man. We have a listener question. Cool. Hmm. From Cassie in Worcester. Worcester. War. Oh, never mind. Worcester. <laughs> Much cooler. Hello, Cassie. Hey, Cassie. What is a movie or TV show or play or something? Play. We don't know any plays. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike, name me a play right now. Uh, uh, the Crucible. <clears throat> Nailed it. I got like five plays I know. Go. Go on. Go, go on. Go on. Wait, wait. <laughs> okay. Well, like Oedipus, Antigone. Uh, what the hell kind of plays are you remembering? Like, you think this is what's on Broadway, Mike? <laughs> They're like all Greek. <laughs> We're in New York. Let's go see Oedipus. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Give me something contemporary. Um, uh, the Iceman Cometh. The Iceman Cometh is your most <laughs> contemporary thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Name one thing that's on Broadway right now. Hamilton, right? Thank you, Jesus. Is that a musical? Okay, that counts. Okay. Oh my God. Okay, wait. Th- what was the rest of the question? Okay, what is a movie or TV show or play or something that is traditionally loved by everyone that you hate? Mm. And what is the lowest thing you'd rather do instead of watching it? She gave an example, <laughs> like I would rather fucking shovel manure out of a barn all day than listen to or watch Rent. Mm. <laughs> Okay, so she knows her musicals. <laughs> she knows a musical. Don't pick a musical. I've said it once. I'll say it again. Twin Peaks sucks. <laughs> you guys can all love it. I don't care. It's bad. What don't you like about it? 
everything. I don't like <laughs> the script. I hate the acting. I think it's shot in the goofiest way imaginable. There's like kids dancing in between like hallway sequences for no reason. I only finished the first 30 minutes of the pilot. It sucked. So that's all I've seen also. I want to watch more because I've like if that's what the entire show is like, I'm not going to like it. How can you want to watch more? I don't understand. What about the last 30 minutes made you really want to watch more? Uh honestly, the recommendation of everybody else. Yeah. Like I feel like I at least need to finish a full episode. Instead of this, I'd probably learn how to like backpack and then I'd I'd do that in a shitty place and it would suck. I'd do that instead of watch Twin Peaks. I mean, a lot of people do that for fun. That's like the highlight of their year. I don't really like that. All that stuff's so weird. I'll have to I'll learn it, I guess. We are doing that in like six months. Yeah, you know, I'm glad I'm not watching Twin Peaks. <laughs> Wait, where are you guys going? We're going to Zion National Park in May. And you, this is your number one thing you'd rather do than something you hate? Mike, don't you understand that you now just told Josh that we were going to go do something? Uh <laughs> it's so rude mike <laughs> well is it it's a separate group it's different oh it's a different god thing. dude this is your defense. <laughs> it's a different thing it's a different thing oh, everybody knows geez. listeners you know what i'm talking about can i go on like could i could i could i come or <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude i have a two-person tent <laughs> <laughs> i don't actually want to come what is yours mike um so one recently is the movie La La Land. I I I thought that movie sucked. I didn't like that movie. Did you Did you guys like La La Land? I haven't seen it yet. Uh, no, it wasn't that great. But I mean, like, don't hang on. Wait, I should clarify. Every like detail of it was really good. Right. But like, as a unified narrative, I didn't enjoy it very much. But like, all of it, and with the exception of like. Uh, I mean, like, Ryan Gosling is my dude, but, like, that dude singing is just, like, he's a normal guy singing. You know, like, it's not yeah. it's not melodic. I've heard the camera work is incredible. Yeah, it is. Like, it's technically an excellent film. Like, Yeah. But it just, it's it doesn't hit you the same way, like, another movie might. Anyway, someone, uh, someone at work told me um, she sat down with her grandparents to watch it, and, like, 45 minutes through it, her grandpa just gets up and leaves, and she's like, Grandpa, where are you going? <laughs> And she, he just turns around and he goes, well, he's no Fred Astaire. <laughs> <laughs> he just left the movie. He just, he's like, <laughs> oh my God. I didn't even realize that that was like an actual comparison that people should be making. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> wow. That grandpa just put us in our place. Josh, what is it for you? Mine is a little bit more generic, but it's bad movies. Like, People love. No, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Generic's <laughs> really not going to work for this question, dude. <laughs> the reason the last, like the last two answers worked, were because they were specific, you know. <laughs> well, I can give you some specific examples, like yeah. The Room or Troll Two or any of those movies that, like Mystery Science mm -hmm. Theater. I don't like anything like that where it's like enjoying something bad for the sake of how bad it is. Is not enjoyable for me for like an hour and a half like i'll watch a five minute clip of something and like that might be fine but i don't know i mean my list of movies that i want to watch is hundreds of movies long you know i have to give you like uh like a high five that that takes courage to say that like considering your 
gaming community brethren are like the big consumers of this content to say that shit. I get it, but I totally agree with you. Bad stuff is awful to watch, and I don't enjoy it at all. It's not even about enjoying it. It's about, like, like mentally, I'm thinking, you know, how, how many more movies can I watch in my lifetime? And do I really want to waste, like, you know, 25, 30 of those movies over the next however many decades watching shitty movies? Like, no, I would rather watch things that I think I'm going to enjoy and that are good. I don't know. Life's too short to, to like waste on bad movies or bad TV or whatever. That started so hopeful and like was about to be such a moment of like, you know, wisdom coming from Josh and just ended in this, this sputtering of words. <laughs> I don't know. It's why I don't like your whole let's pick something random on Hulu and watch it because most of the time it's terrible. Yeah, but hang on. But because of that, Josh mm. and Mike, just because I'm in this like enraged mood, so I didn't mean to actually throw your name in there, Mike. But because of that, <laughs> I found Taxi and Taxi is goddamned incredible. And I genuinely mean that. I've watched one episode of Taxi, and I would give it like a 9 out of 10 of television show episodes that I've seen. It was that good. But how many hours of terrible television did you have to watch to get to this nugget of gold? Oh, I forgot to tell you, that Tuesday, that like big trip we took, it <laughs> ended with all of us watching Chopped Junior. <laughs> <laughs> Those kids are not cooking, and that is a 100% scripted show. No kid would know what to do with those bullshit ingredients that you give them. They're so good. And the, no one's good, Mike. It's all st- it's all oh, totally there. staged. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. Did you just vomit? <laughs> I made the vomiting sound. Yes. That was Ugh. I didn't actually vomit. Sorry, people who are listening. Especially sorry to Cassie. What the hell's <laughs> the matter with you throwing up on radio? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, we all have these lists of TV shows. Like, you need to watch Fargo, and Mike and I need to watch The Wire, and, like, you need to watch The Leftovers, and, like, you're watching Chopped Junior. <laughs> <laughs> I spend a lot of time watching Worst Cooks in America. Oh, I'm also, I'm, like, definitely going to watch wrestling today, I think. Because <laughs> now, now that The Undertaker came up and, like, all that advertising about WWE tables, ladders, and chairs has been all over the place, I'm, I got to tune into that one. But Fargo will be around. Like, that's the thing. Let me enjoy all these stupid things. Fargo will always be there. I guess. How long have you been putting off playing The Last of Us? Oh, oh, don't even get me started. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I know it's going to be the best thing I ever play. I know it. Just do it. But my NBA 2K thing today is like, it's just me. <laughs> like, you know, they made me a starter. I do this too, though. Like, I spend, I spend so much time on things I know are stupid. Like, one of my favorite movies ever is Black Knight with Martin Lawrence. Oh, yeah. By the way, I noticed you stayed pretty quiet uh, last week when I was talking about Blue Streak. You didn't mention how much you love Black Knight. You just chose to come at me. Don't think I didn't notice that, Mike. Look, I'm not proud of how much I like Black Knight. I, I know it's an objectively terrible movie. I've never seen it. But I watch it a lot. I watch it a lot. You, you've never seen Black Knight. Josh, have you seen Black Knight? I saw it in the theater, but I remember <laughs> nothing about it. Dude, I'm so jealous. Is there time travel in that movie? 
Yeah, he falls into the moat of the like. Is there time travel in the movie Black Knight, or are they telling a true story? Is that what you're asking? No, I don't remember. I all I know is it's Martin Lawrence in like Renaissance times, medieval times. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a great movie. Yes, there is. He falls into the moat of the Renaissance fair he works at. Whoa, 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 Mike, Mike. Stop. Yeah. I did not say I wasn't going to watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> a man dressed as the star monster of the Pokemon franchise attempted to jump the White House fence on Tuesday before being arrested by Secret Service officers. Which Pikachu, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> CNN reported that Curtis Combs, 36, of Kentucky, is accused of trying to climb the White House while dressed as Pikachu from the video game and TV series. Combs, who told officers he was unarmed before climbing, ignored orders from police and (laughs) stated warning signs urging him to stop climbing before he was arrested. I can't believe this happened at the White House this week and I didn't hear about it because so much else happens at the White House this week. (laughs) I can't believe I didn't hear about a man dressed like Pikachu trying to get into the president's home, which would have otherwise been like front page news (laughs) Combs has pled not guilty to one charge of unlawful entry his court date is set for november 9th after his arrest he told officers that he plans to return to the white house for a tour (laughs) with his son once he is released Mm, not guilty (laughs) wait you can have uh what was what was his charge his count uh unlawful entry oh you can have multiple counts of unlawful entry can you imagine what kind of like badass evening of crime that would be to to like get that on your record you would have to be going into multiple places that's an adventure that's kind of fun like ooh, i crossed the threshold yeah like that might be on my crime bucket list now chalk it up it's like in grand theft auto or just cause when you try to get all five stars to get like everyone chasing you that sounds like that'd be awesome so my instead of is what should mr combs have dressed as to avoid the police and the secret service and still make it in and still make it in yeah to to allow his unlawful entry uh, to be successful i guarantee you he could have dressed as the president and gotten in (laughs) no one looks that guy in the eye anymore Do you think that it would have like raised any eyebrows that he was climbing the fences, though? No. You know that. You know it wouldn't. He left his keys inside. It's the only way he can get back in. This is like classic political cartoon territory. Like, what would you draw him as? Yeah, this could be a New Yorker cartoon where you see the White House in like the left top corner, the fence outside, 1600, and... Trump trying to get over and just the caption in like that beautiful font saying, left the keys inside. All right. No pressure. Give me a New Yorker worthy caption. I just did. Are you asking Josh? Yeah. Sorry. Josh. Uh, good thing I didn't build that wall higher. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. That's pretty good. I like it. I like that. I like that. Mike, how would you sneak in? You'd have to do something the guards would think was funny and they'd be like, oh, all right, fine. <laughs> Um, okay like what i put like like dress up like steve bannon in a diaper or something (laughs) (laughs) you think that would get you in are you serious (laughs) i think like oh steve's back just let him go i don't know what would get you in 
You could do that fake millennia thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that lady who just wasn't the first lady at the president's side. And my wife, Melania, standing right here next to me. Just dress up like her and scale the fence and be like, man, she's, she said it. she's having an off week. <laughs> do we know why Pikachu? Was, there, was that a statement? I mean, it's the most recognizable. <laughs> was there like a, a lure in there? I really want to make sure that people know I'm a Pokemon and not something else. <laughs> I don't want this to be like a turn off your Nintendo when I'm playing Sega Dreamcast situation. I need people to know a Pokemon got in here. <laughs> I wish I was still 13 and could have made a Digimon Pokemon joke, but I can't. You just did. Just a really bad one. Yeah, right. Oh, damn. Oh, my God. <laughs> Came at you, shit. I'm going to let this play out. I'm going to let it play out. <laughs> this beef. <laughs> <laughs> I've never watched Digimon before. Really? I don't know anything about it. I know they're digital monsters. <laughs> they were like neck and neck for me for a while. I was like, Digimon, Pokemon. It was like, <laughs> what would... <laughs> If anyone's curious, Mike just proved why the rule of threes exists in comedy. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can give us reviews on Apple Podcasts or tell your friends to check us out at instead.of.fm. Honestly, telling people is like the best way to spread the word, so please do and please ask them to subscribe. We're also on Twitter at instead.of.fm. And we'll be back with a new episode next week. Tell me the funniest thing you know, Josh. That's how we'll end the show. Tell me the funniest thing you know. Did Mike's toilet seriously flush (laughs) when I asked him for that? Even in a situation where I ask only you to come through where Mike is out of the room, he has to bail you out? Are you kidding me? (laughs) What are you... How the fuck did that just happen? What are you yelling about? (laughs) Mike, you son of a bitch. What? What happened? God damn it. Never mind. You'll have to find out about it when you hear the episode.